0: For Sepp's Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
1: The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done.
0: California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your
2: show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing.
0: It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. Informative.
2: I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining
3: and they're real informative.
0: Except Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts
3: now. Now.
4: It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass,
5: Tournament Pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, September the 3rd, Labor Day weekend. It's a warm one. Okay, it's a hot one. Uh, and it is, uh, it is free fishing day. Free fishing day today in California. No fishing license required. You know what that means? That means that brother-in-law of yours that sits around and says, fishing's not a sport. Uh, drag him out there today in about 108 degree heat down on the Delta for, oh, about 10 hours and see, uh, see if he has a change of heart on you. You know, I know some of you are going, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, uh, you know, or, you know, I mean, hey, maybe a great day to take your mother-in-law fishing. We don't know. I know. There's, there's, there's good mother I've got a good mother-in-law. So good mother-in-law. Now, I know. It's, uh, it's crazy out there. 100, uh, I don't know. 108 to 110, 11, somewhere around there is what they're forecasting. Um, I guess if you haven't led a real pure life, it's good training. Uh, but it's, uh, it's ugly, man. It's, uh, it's crazy hot and, uh, and obviously, uh, um, you know the last of the three day weekends the end of the summer uh it will have most of our uh most of our lakes pretty pretty crowded so uh might be uh might be a good week to uh uh you know find a maybe a little smaller body of water find a, a an area of the delta that's uh got you know large amounts of five mile an hour zones um might not be a bad idea as well if there's some of those areas you've always wanted to uh you know, exploring span. No reason why you can't get out there. Fish in the morning till it starts to warm up. And get out of there. Uh, but so much going on. We've got a new Bassmaster. Uh, progressive. I always want to call it Toyota for so many years. That's what it was. Progressive Angler of the Year. And, uh, and we caught up with him as he was running back across the country, back to Idaho. BP Brandon Palinick, uh, Bass Angler of the Year for the second time. In his career uh Palenque taking that home uh last weekend and uh, and pretty cool man we got a uh, got an opportunity to catch up with uh, with Brandon as he as he and Tiffany were making it back across the country towards uh idaho with the with the with the big trailer and the truck and the boat and uh, it 's a full it 's a full production as they uh, travel across the country so that's uh, that 's kind of fun to uh, uh to hang out with Brandon just hopped in the truck with him and uh, and your guys are going to hear that and talk a little bit about. Uh, his second angler of the year, what it means and how, uh, how all of that, uh, went down. It was, it was, uh, man, it was an nail biter last weekend to watch that whole thing go down because it, uh, uh, it came down to just, just, uh, you know, literally one fish, um, it came down to one fish to get him into, um, the cut, you know, once he made the cut round and, uh, and did not make it into the final 10, uh, but he did, uh, did finish it up in 25th in that, uh, in that event last week. So, um, <clears throat> pretty cool. Um, Brandon had uh, 723 points, a little bit of a cushion, not a huge cushion because he lost that, uh, going into that last event. Brandon Lester, uh, finishing runner up to Brandon's top, uh, top two, uh, Chris Johnson, the Canadian, uh, in third, Drew Benton, Pat Walters, Matt Airy, uh, on a Matt Robinson in seventh, John Cox, Chris Zaldane, our only West coast guy, uh, although Chris calls uh what's he called? Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, I guess, home. Uh and uh uh, uh you know, now anyway is uh is uh the rounds out the top ten, Jay uh Prescrat. I, I can't get his last name right anyway. He needs to change that. And just missing the top ten in the points, but going back to another classic G Man, Charles Swindle. Um so cool to uh kind of keep an eye on that one a lot of uh, a lot of the guys uh, making it into the classic that was uh, that was the big uh, the big push for a lot of the anglers uh, Clifford Perch making it back in uh, from Phoenix Arizona uh, Clifford will make it back to uh, another Bassmaster Classic and they're going to be uh, fishing that next spring and that's going to be down on uh, the river in uh, in Knoxville so that'll be uh, kind of a fun event to uh, kind of keep an eye on. The uh, Strike King Bassmaster College Series National Championship going on this weekend as well. So, uh a couple of tournaments to follow along there. A lot of uh, the top college teams from across the country uh competing in uh in that National Championship and and uh that one uh going on this weekend and in, in uh in Winyah Bay in South Carolina. So, cool to uh kind of keep an eye on that. A lot of you know, that's where so many of these uh, young fishermen have come up through the ranks uh they've come through uh the college fishing so that part's uh, uh kind of fun to keep an eye on uh you'll recognize some of those college anglers down the road uh on the elite series or <clears throat> you know the bass pro tour or wherever uh but it is uh it's kind of cool to uh, to keep an eye on that don't forget uh if you are fishing the wild west bass trail tournament uh coming up on the california delta september 16th through the 18th uh, and looking for a little practice time on this long weekend. <clears throat> Monday is off limits. Monday starts off limits. Um, so you cannot be on the Delta, any of its tributaries, anywhere that you can reach by water, uh, on, from the California Delta. So, um, you can fish today, you can fish tomorrow, but Monday it does go, uh, off limits with its 10 day off limits period, uh, for the California Delta. So, uh, wanted, wanted to, remind all of you um about that also talked to um uh, got a message from my buddy stevie meduno and he's uh going to be back running the hook tournaments and those are going to be uh kicking off here in september as well so uh you need any more information on that you can go to hook pro shop or give the guys down at the hook a call uh and they'll be able to give you all that information so i know a lot of you think what are we going to fish this fall so uh always fun to uh to have the the hook tournaments going on down there so Um, and those will be, I think all taking place out of Russo's once again, also want to remind everybody, um, that, uh, that can make it and get down there. Um, the 12th, Monday, 11 AM Russo's Marina will be the memorial service for D Thomas. So, um, lost father flipping a couple of weeks ago and, and, uh, and they are, uh, his family has put together a a memorial service for D and that's going to be Monday, the 12th, 11 AM, uh, down at Russo's Marina. Everybody's invited. Um, so just, uh, you know, might be a great opportunity to, uh, to go down there and, uh, and pay tribute uh, to the father flipping hall of fame angler. So, uh, that part, uh, that part will be pretty cool. I think we'll see a lot of folks show up down, uh, for that, uh, for that time, uh, at the California Delta also across the country, uh, going on the national professional fishing league. And, uh, that one's been kind of fun to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, they are, where the heck are they? They're at, uh lake are they on their website is just brutal to find anything sandusky bay that's where they're at uh sandusky bay but uh, bryant smith having a pretty good tournament back there um recovered pretty nicely actually on uh on day two a little better back nineteen seven. 7 bryant moved into 12th uh up from like 25th on day one so uh scott siller leading that tournament but all the live coverage going on uh all weekend long um on the national professional fishing league website as well so you guys can keep an eye on that brian having a good year back there uh not only there but also one more tournament trying to uh qualify uh, to get into the elite series so uh gotta be kind of fun to keep an eye on brian he's uh he's on baby watch so he's trying to get uh trying to get these tournaments out of the way so he can come home for the birth of his son so uh just just hang on there buddy and uh uh, hopefully brian will uh will uh move into uh uh, moving to that top ten after uh, after today, so it'll be a fun one to kind of keep an eye on, and and uh, and we wish them all the luck, and and hopefully uh, he'll be making that trek back for that last Bassmaster Open to see just how he can wind up. Because uh, next year it all changes, man. With the Opens, it uh it all changes, and they are uh, they are headed to uh, a little different program to qualify for the Elite Series. Um, they are are going to have to fish all of the qualifying opens to make it in. So you gotta fish all the events. So, gonna be, uh, gonna be kind of interesting. Hey, the, you know, the, uh, the U.S. Open, the One Bash U.S. Open celebrates its 40th anniversary this year, uh, the 40th U.S. Open. And for the first time ever, it's gonna be moved off of Lake Mead due to low water conditions. Otherwise it will, uh, you know, if we can get some water back in Lake Mead, it will continue back on Mead. But, uh, this, uh, this particular year, it's gonna be down. At Lake Mojave. So a little more water on that section of the Colorado River. A big field expected. Over 200 boats. And, uh, thought we'd do something kind of fun here on the Ultimate Bass Radio Show for the, you know, the next month or so coming up for, uh, for the, uh, uh, the U.S. Open and, and it's 40th anniversary and they're putting some anglers into the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, the One Bass Hall of Fame. They're doing uh, that whole deal. So the cool part is, uh, we're going to try to get a, a, a former US Open Champ every week uh to kind of talk uh, a little build up for the open and uh and this week you know we had to uh, we had to go back to 2016 for the US Open Champ Mo buddy from Phoenix Arizona the host uh of the long running fishing with Johnny Johnson television show uh Mo buddy JJ Johnny Johnson is going to join us a little bit later live uh in the show as well and talk a little bit about the open and uh in Lake Mojave and all that fun stuff so uh, a lot of big names Spencer Sheffield who just won the uh, MLF title event has thrown his hat in the ring. He's, uh, he's headed, uh, he's headed west to fish that one. So, uh, that one's going to be kind of fun to, uh, to keep an eye on and, and, uh, uh, a few of the names that will show up, uh, you know, usually, uh, uh, usually the, uh, you know, the Rick Kluns and some of those folks that are going to be out. So we're, we're not sure which ones of the former U.S. Open champs going to try to track down the very first U.S. Open champ maybe, uh, get Greg Hines on the, the guy who really brought the Zara spook back. Uh, to all of us. So, I uh, might try to get Greg on, um, but uh god, there's so many great anglers who have won the US Open, you know, over the years, so uh it's going to be cool. Bassmaster has announced the 2023 Bassmaster Elite Series schedule. The day after the season wrap, they announced the schedule uh for next season and uh well, let's just say it's uh it's uh it's kind of in one section of the country. I mean, they do venture up north <clears throat> for the smallmouth run, but they're going to kick off a little bit different this year. They're going to head down to Okeechobee, February 16th through the 19th. Uh, Bainbridge, Georgia uh, in February. at Lake Seminole, the Tennessee River in March. Lake Murray in April in South Carolina. Santee Cooper, South Carolina, April 27th. So, yeah, if you're following along, that means uh, we're halfway through the season and we've been to Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Uh, we're going to throw one more in at Alabama. Then they're going to make their Western Swing the western swing's going to be the Sabine River in Orange Texas far west as they can come they don't own a map um out there but now we get it man there's just no uh, uh there's there's no chamber of commerce money that will uh get those folks uh to make the trek to california we have nowhere that uh, that will pay the uh pay the fees and uh, and get them out but uh, but it 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 does suck that we haven't seen them for so long uh Makeham county michigan in lake st Clair in july plattsburgh new york uh, Lake Champlain, that'll be a great event in August. No wrap season up on the St. Lawrence River, uh, out of Clayton, New York. So that's the Bassmaster Elite Series next year. No, no word yet on some of the other schedules, but that's it. That's, uh, uh, that's the Bassmaster Elite Series. All right. We better, uh, we better bail out of here. We're going to bail out and, uh, we'll talk a little clear like, and then we're going to be hanging out with the bass. Progressive Elite Series Angler of the Year, two time Angler of the Year. Uh, our buddy Brandon Palinick. Stick around, guys
0: Sophisticated Marine Electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines LORAN's chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. LORAN's products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
6: night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc
5: talk hey guys it is time for doc talk fishing pick it up you know uh, every week we kind of keep an eye on the weights for the windy uh wednesday nighters that go on up there at uh at clear lake out of uh richmond park because that's all the locals that's all you know the guides and the locals and all the folks that live around clear Lake. they fish all those they don't get giant fields but a lot of great fishermen uh, and, uh, the weights picked up this last weekend. Carl Keller won that one. I think they had like three fish for almost 18 pounds, Uh pretty good average fish. So that's telling you, fishing's picking up a little bit. Talk to a few of the locals on Clear Lake and, you know, and although that, um, you know, there's been a lot of videos on the water quality and, uh, in the canals and in some of the areas that, uh, really get the, uh, the algae and stuff blown into South down by Redbud. Uh, you know, some of that area down the South in the backside of rattlesnake and some of those areas that really get a lot of the, uh, the algae blown into it. Uh, but they've said, you know, out in the lake, uh, and you know, out on the structure out in the lake, uh, water quality is not that bad. It's uh it's pretty good. The guys are a few of the guys are already launching off the beach down at the clear Lake Oaks launch ramp. Uh, and there's a big gravel beach that you can launch off of. It's pretty easy to do. If you have a four wheel drive, not good idea to do without a four wheel drive, but uh, if you have a four-wheel drive, uh, vehicle to launch your boat and, uh, and go slow, uh, you shouldn't have any problem. They say, uh, launching off the beach down there and, and always, uh, you can get up there and launch, um, at, uh, Fifth Street at, uh, at Lakeport. Not a lot of events, uh, left up there. A lot of stuff has been, uh, changed, moved, uh, delayed. You know, the new gen championship, some of the other events, uh, scheduled for Clear Lake, um, you know, throughout the remainder of the year have, uh, have either been, uh, you know, rescheduled or, um, postponed so got to keep an eye on that if you're uh if you have a clear lake event on your schedule uh, it may or may not happen but still fishing pretty good up there uh still a lot of opportunity to get up there and uh, uh you know you can still camp canocti vista you can put your trailer or your rv up there uh, or uh, or book a room right there at the hotel so get up and uh, give clear Lake a try and uh, while you're up there make sure you support our local tackle stores uh around that lake you guys know who they all are uh, and all the, uh, the local tackle stores up there can definitely use your support when you roll into town.
4: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ned Brown.
7: Hey, guys, we're fortunate enough to hop in the truck with a He's headed. Yeah, back to from Idaho. Our buddy, Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Well, we got to back that up. Two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year. It has a much better sound. Brandon Palahniuk. Boy, that's got a good ring to it. It does. I kind of like it. Yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. And forever. Uh, you're going to be known as the two-time Bass Angler of the Year, and that list is pretty elite, man.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I hope not forever. I would like to think I could win another one so that it a would three-time. change at some, at some time in the future, but you can't be a three-time unless you're a two-time first. That's right.
7: <clears throat> no, that's absolutely right, man. And it, it's so cool. And, and uh, you know, this was uh, this really boiled down. I know you don't like to talk about the points. You don't like to talk about where, uh, you know, where you were points wise going into the deal, but I'm,
3: you're good I'm now. good now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now
7: you can talk about it, but this literally um, from the start of the season in Florida to when they handed you that trophy and, and it's a cliche, but every fish counted. And, uh, and, and absolutely for you, that was, uh, that was It's never
3: been more true that every fish literally counted for you. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, I've I've won two AOIs now with a total of like thirty points. Right. <laughs> like that's that's not very much. You know, over two years of fishing, I think I won like by fourteen and I think it was sixteen this time. I haven't actually officially looked at the points. Uh, yeah, pretty
7: stressful for Brandon Palinek fans. Just want you to know and, and your biggest fan, you know, obviously pretty stressful for Tiff. Uh but, but yeah. watching uh watching that whole thing. Uh, it kind of unraveled the last two tournaments. And I was really starting to worry that the ultimate bash mojo might have been wearing off a little dude. I was, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that it was, it was good for you, but gang dude, it
3: kind of unraveled. It did really at Oahe was the only bad event that I had. Um, lacrosse looked like it was really bad because the first two days, like I was, so-so and really the second day I struggled not to get fit but I struggled to put him in the boat and you know I was sitting 37th after day two like barely slid in the cut caught my fifth fish with less than an hour to go left in the day Uh, and so like that was that made it seem really bad but I ended up finishing 25th in the event so it wasn't like it was a really good event points wise it just happened to be that the guys that were chasing me down made top ten. You know, like yeah, they, it was a great all, event
7: points wise and, and yeah. you made the cut and all that stuff, but, but it was the drama of you making oh, the yeah. cut and the way you did it. That I'm sure you know, 'cause you guys have a tradition, ice cream, uh after you make a cut, I'm sure during ice cream you probably got that you didn't have to do it that way. If we could have been it could have been a lot smoother today, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely the entire family were a little more stressed out you could just see like when we were getting the ice cream you could just see like everyone's stress level just kind of melting like the ice cream was like everyone was just kind of like ah, oh. uh, we're here <laughs> yeah. we're here we fish yeah. tomorrow and it's uh you know it's not done but it's
7: uh we can see the end from where we're standing at that point it in was. time and, and that was that was so cool i gotta tell you man the coolest i think the coolest fish catch of the year was, uh, was that figure eight swim bait fish that we all watched you catch on live. And, uh, that was, that was
3: way cool. Oh gosh. That was, I watched it like 10 times that night. It got me so pumped up. And I mean, that's, those bites are the reason I fell in love with swim bait fishing because you can't do that with any of your like traditional baits. And I mean, it's not like I was throwing, a like from West Coast standards, like a real swim bait. I mean, it was a yeah. six inch mag draft, but back there especially on the mississippi river like that's a pretty big bait for there and uh, well and it turned it went from white to green pretty fast yes yeah. oh of cool. yeah it it was yeah. the footage like all of that the situation it was my fifth fish like it was amazing like i mean to do to have a fish case like that in a moment with that much on the line i could not have asked for any more. like since i was a kid i've loved swim bait fishing and that. That was the coolest bet I had all year.
7: Well, and for our listeners, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on the Bassmaster site. It's all over. Just search Brandon Palenik Figure Eight. You'll find the video. Uh, pretty cool. And uh, that was uh, that was an awesome deal. Okay, now the question: Did uh, did you, did Matt Robertson, ever settle that wrestling bet yet?
3: We have not yet. We have not. I mean, I feel like it I watched him get thrown off a dock the other day. Yeah, he did. But I mean, he. He doesn't take his opponents very wisely. I mean some were all built like an ox. So I don't yes. know that that would have been my first choice to try to wrestle on a dock.
7: No, no. Probably a bad choice. And uh and, mm. and he and, and and hold on him, he went uh, he went swimming. Alright, well you gotta keep us posted on that. Well let's talk about the remainder of the season, man. You're headed back to Idaho. Uh I got a sinking suspicion that uh, there's probably gonna be a bow or a rifle in your future way more than a fishing rod.
3: Uh, that is true yeah i mean uh the mountains are kind of like where i can be compressed like where i can relax and i may walk 15 miles a day but to me it's still relaxing like mentally i can relax out there turn the phone off not have service and just be out there and uh that's i need that every year and uh you know that's do you really fish, well do you fish much in
7: of. the off season, Brandon? Do you fish much in the off season at all, at home? I do, I do. I mean, I'll fish all the
3: way through the winter because our lakes won't freeze over. Uh, right. So I still try to fish quite mm-hmm. a bit. September. Well, who not doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to get
7: back to fishing on Lake Coeur d'Alene in the fall? I mean, it's not like you have a really <laughs> crappy lake to go fish on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid. Pretty dang yeah, solid. Yeah, pretty pretty spectacular place, without a
3: doubt. Got a Got an elk hunt in the future? Uh, I do, yeah. Me and Carl uh, Jocomson actually both drew Idaho and Montana tag this year. So yeah. we're going to cool. start in Idaho, I think, then go to Montana, to, uh, see what we can track down.
7: So now the uh, the elephant in the room, obviously, we have to ask Bassmaster Classic. The River. Yeah. Knoxville. Uh... Um uh, what do you go out? Do you do you pre practice? If you got I know you have some time there obviously, uh, in the past, but what uh what do you do, man?
3: Yeah, I'm a little bit familiar with that body water. I'm not sure if I'll have time to pre practice or not. I mean it's a forty five hour drive from my house. And I would prefer to do it in my own boat. I don't want to fly out there and borrow a boat or something, so I I don't know if I'll actually get any pre-practice time in or not. It just kind of depends on what the off-season schedule looks like, how busy we are. Um, So it's kind of open the air at this point, but that's definitely on the radar of the next one we need on the mantle.
7: Well, the Angler of the Year title definitely puts you um, more in demand with your sponsors. Obviously, now there's photo shoots. Now there's appearances. Now there's a lot of other things that come with, win an angler of the year, isn't there?
3: Yes, there definitely is. And, I mean, I'm all for it, right? Like, I um, I wish that there was actually more stuff scheduled that I had to do. I wish I was flying all over the country doing different deals. Um, but we're not, we're not quite there yet. So, maybe on the next one, that'll be the case.
7: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think some of them may pop up, uh, you know, uh, spur of the moment, as you know how sponsors yeah. do. Uh, as well and and uh you know i, I it, it, it was a weird thought because i've been to a few of them and i uh, got to hang out with uh, uh justin lucas when he won the angler of the year and uh you know the the one thing i thought when you won that deal and and you know i guess you, you'd have to be there to understand it but the one thing i thought was wow that's going to be a really cool night of champions at the classic for for the dinner for the banquet for the award ceremony uh, that was, that was a thought that went through my head was that's going to be a really cool night of champions with Brandon and Tiffany. And, and, you know, I, I just think that we, as we look at the Bassmaster elite series and that angler of the year title, you can kind of, as a fan of the sport, you take a step back and go, yeah, we got a great champion this year. That's the guy we want out there pushing, you know, pushing our sport and saying, you know, kids, you can do this. Because, well, now you're an old guy, but it's uh, <laughs> it's so cool, buddy. And and I did. I thought Thank about you. the night of champions with you and Tiffany.
3: Yeah, that'll that'll be pretty cool. I don't. I mean, I'll have to give a speech there. I never write what anything down. Yeah, worse. Yeah. dude. I just I just speak from the heart when I get out there, and whatever kind of comes to mind and. I usually have an idea of what direction I want it to go and kind of what I want to talk about, but I don't ever write it out because you know, right. I want it to come from the heart.
7: Yeah. And it, and it'll be cool. And, and the fans will be able obviously to see the recordings of that, uh, that won't be at the dinner, but, uh, okay. but very cool. And, and, uh, and that'll be, that's, that's really a special night that comes with that Angler of the Year title. And, and uh, and so cool. Well, you know, I alluded to you're you're one of the old guys now. You, you got you got kids <laughs> looking up to Brandon Palenik, and I think when I met you, you were
3: uh, in your teens, I
7: believe, in the Pacific Northwest fishing some turtles, yeah. and Yeah, yeah, it, a little it young.
3: Been, It's been a while, which actually brings me to a question. Uh, I I was going to ask you since it, I don't know happened maybe around twelve years ago, which was about the time I started fishing the elite. Uh, about you know, fisherman splash. Maybe a little net and frog fish. Oh, somebody send you
7: a that? video. Did somebody send you a video, BP? <laughs> I
3: don't know. Maybe. maybe uh, which one of stumpfish? which
7: one of my buddies forwarded that one to you? Uh, let's I, see. I don't, I don't
3: know. I just I don't know. There was something about somersault, like fish frog, fish on You you on frogs you've seen the video, salt correct? King, and you somersaulting, and I don't know just.
7: Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. Just search, you know, my name and splash down. It's there.
3: I how many times did you watch
7: that video? Probably more times than you did the uh, swim bait
3: video, right? I uh, I got a good couple chuckles out of it. I'll say that. Got
7: a boy. <laughs> well that's good. Yeah, it's it's got a view or two over the years, you know. Hey, the fish came off, I lunged at it with the net
3: <laughs> and I missed. It's what you get for you trying own net frogfish?
7: Well, I know, and and the whole story <laughs> behind that was is I had sold that boat I was in to a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. uh, and and what the first thing he did was put that damn passenger console in, and that's what I got the net hung up in was the passenger console. So, uh, yeah, you know, you're like you're like yeah, that is a mistake. I should have just swung that frogfish in, <laughs> but uh,
3: you know, hey, at least
7: if you're going in, make sure you have a cameraman on the back
3: deck, right? Hey, this is true. I mean, you nailed it on that one.
7: Yeah, it was a great, you know what, it was a great dive, uh, but the best part of that video was the frog bite. That was a heck of a frog uh, bite, dude, so. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up, BP. <laughs> so, hey man, let's talk about that. Let's talk about these young kids looking up to Brandon Palanik. and, uh, and, and, you know, you're not an old guy by any means, but, but, uh, but a veteran, man. You started so young. It's gotta be pretty cool for you. It is cool,
3: Um, you know, and I think that's, when I get, you know, messages or comments or I see videos of uh, even little kids like cheering me on, uh, someone had sent yeah. me one a couple days ago that he couldn't have been very old, maybe four or five years old, and he's just screaming at the screen as I'm catching one on top water. And that's the kind of stuff to me that makes it feel real. Uh, but, like, that's the stuff that matters. You know, when you, through something that I love to do since I was a kid, has that type of impact on someone else, no matter what age they are, that's what it's really all about to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like all the long drives and the late nights and early mornings and, you know, the thousands of dollars in gas that we spent, like all of it. Becomes worth it in those simple moments.
7: Exactly, and you're one of the guys that uh, that does have a camera crew that follows you everywhere you go and documents your entire year and uh, a great YouTube channel. and And where can folks find you know the full all the videos, everything you guys do?
3: The yeah, easiest thing to do just search BMP fishing, uh, or if you search my name, you'll run into them as well. But spelling my last name is not always the easiest. So bMP fishing is the easiest, and i i've I've documented every fish catch since two thousand seventeen, so both AOI years have every single fish catch, every hook set documented, which is pretty crazy to think about
7: really I don't think anybody in the sports ever done that, not that I know of
3: not that I know yeah of.
7: i don't I don't think anybody's ever done that. And, and there's going to be a time that that will be more
3: valuable to you than it is the fans, obviously. Yeah, and if, and I think this year that was one of the coolest things we talked about was that my daughter, Cora, at some point will be able to go back and look at this year. And, like, she was born in the middle of it. Right, to be able to right. see, like, how this year – transition and like she's not in the videos in the beginning of the year and she's in the videos at the end of the year you know and then it ends on a high note so the baby pattern there's something to that right i guess it's real i mean it's statistically it's pretty tough to beat the problem is when like everybody on the elite series has a baby (laughs) then it's like right right then you're all kind of back at square one again
7: yeah, who gets the mojo, you know, for the baby? Uh, so, well, you know, it was it was cool uh, early, early, early on in your career. We drugged you down here to hang out with us at the ISE show and threw you on the demo tank. And uh, you know, my radio show partner, Seth, uh, always laughs about the story of coming in the booth and he sees legs out from underneath a table that was storing stuff in the booth, and he's like, "Who's that kid climbing through my booth?" I'm like <laughs> Brandon Palanik, and he's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun to get you to sack and uh who knows, man, maybe we can uh, talk you into a trip down here uh again someday and uh yeah. and hang out with everybody. So uh so it was a lot of fun. Man, it's uh it's time to relax. It's time to soak in the uh the Angler of the Year title. And the biggest question is is has it soaked in yet? Has it has it hit?
3: Uh I don't maybe not fully. I mean last night it did a little bit. I was just I was sitting in one of my yeti chairs outside the rv and we stopped and parked in the badlands so there's there's no light pollution i'm just staring at the milky way staring at the stars by myself and just kind of taking it all in and i think it that was like the biggest moment where it started to sink in so far
7: yeah yeah that's that's really cool and and uh you know, those are those are the memories that uh, that uh, you get to keep yourself that aren't on video. So that part's uh, that part's yep. pretty
3: cool. So, where's the trophy riding on the way back to Idaho? It's actually riding with Tiff. She's got it in the front seat in the wrap truck. I'm driving the Dooley and Paul in the camper, and she's got it in the wrap truck.
7: All right, that's that's a that's a good safe place to have uh, have it. You know, and Tiffany would rather be driving across the country with the trophy in the passenger seat than you in the passenger seat. You know that, right? That's 100% back.
3: <laughs>
7: Without a doubt. He's the Bass Angler of the Year, guys. And uh, so cool we get to hang out with him. Wow. Uh, always appreciate you, pal. Always appreciate you hanging out with us and, and uh, doing the show at short notice. And, and uh, big fan, pal. And, uh, and definitely uh, congrats on uh, on winning your second Angler of the Year title. And it won't
3: be the last, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I hope it's not. I appreciate all the support from you guys over the years. And looking forward to talking to you again soon.
7: You got it. b and Fishing, guys, where you can follow along uh, with Brandon as they travel across the country, see all the videos, all the fish catches, and make sure you check out that figure-eight swimbait fish. You, uh, it'll make you buy a swimbait for sure. Buddy, travel safe, and, uh, and we'll
3: talk soon, Tom. Awesome. Thank you. See you later.
4: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back
1: Or the all new Riata Pontoon Line. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Online at gfmarine.com. Or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com.
0: Attention, Bass Anglers. If you haven't added the Frenzy Nail or Wackasack Jig Heads to your tackle box, you are missing out. Designed by tournament-winning pro Greg Gutierrez, the Frenzy Nail and Wackasack were a large part of his record-setting season and Wild West Angler of the Year title. The nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover, and the CR Barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook. Available in two sizes and four colors, the Wackasack allows you to fish any plastic, in any cover rigged wacky or nose hooked see the tournament winning baits from frenzy at your local tackle store or online at frenzybaits.com and start catching more fish
3: get out there good luck have some good times with it it works trust me i got a garage full of fishing tackle and every time i get out on the water i realize i forgot something important but i never forget my life jacket i make sure my buddies wear theirs too save the ones you love a message from california state parks division of boating and waterways
5: Hey, Randy Pringle and the crew have the field set for the 2022 TOC coming to the California Delta, October 8th and 9th out of Russo's Marina. If you fish the best bass tournaments and have not received your TOC congratulations letter from Randy, give them a call. If you think you've qualified, uh, fished enough events, you don't want to miss out on that opportunity to win Randy's $20,000 in cash. So you want to make sure that you're all ready for that event. Congratulations to all the qualifiers, and it's a great spot to go Next year, get all signed up for the best bass tournaments for 2023. Get the info at bestbasstournaments.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back and, uh, you know, the U.S. Open is coming to, uh, Blake Mojave. Yeah, the 40th, uh, 40th U.S. Open. And this tournament, you know, it's such a long, um, history and, and uh, and it was the very first bass tournament in uh, in the United States uh, way back in the 80s to pay $50,000 first place Greg Hines winning that first event uh, at Lake Mead and many many years of uh, of uh, hall of fame anglers and i mean just big names that have won uh, won the US Open uh, this year due to the low water conditions at Lake Mead they have uh, they have decided to move the event uh, down to Lake Mojave, not a permanent move, but definitely a move because of the low water um, at Lake Mead. So, uh good decision by Bill Egan for sure. And uh, the launch facilities are uh, are a nightmare up at Lake Mead. And and he would had he had not moved that, he would have been the next body they'd have found in the marina in a fifty gallon drum. So good call, Billy. I was glad you did that one. Uh, but uh, you know, I got to thinking, U.S. Open's been so special, a lot of great names. I don't know who I'm going to get but for the next month we're going to have US Open Champ on every show we're going to we're going to really you know we're going to really bump this up and a, a US Open Champ on each show and I thought you know who better who better than uh, than to kick this off than the 2016 US Open Champ and uh, you guys have all enjoyed his television show for many years uh I guess about 20 years now fishing with Johnny Johnson Bally uh, sports in, uh, in Arizona and, uh, my old buddy JJ, the guy in the big yellow and blue boat, Johnny Johnson. What's happening, JJ? Hey, well,
8: uh, the sun's coming up. I love it. Now, it's well, it is, out. it is coming up. How <laughs> Beautiful, show low Arizona, right? Oh, I love it so much. And it's funny you brought up uh, Greg Hines, the first U.S. Open winner. He's actually living in my neck of the woods. I bump into him once in a while at Home Depot or, <laughs> or one of the fishing tackle stores over here. <laughs> or or, or Dee's Picnic Basket. Does he come in for free yeah, breakfast? He, he does. He comes in every so often, and uh, it's always good to talk to Greg. I uh, learned a lot off of him. and. Uh, you know, I'll never forget being that guy going, "What's it? How does it feel to win a U.S. Open?" Right. You know, that's just that's incredible. I mean, him winning the first one, and you know, I've been fishing him since 1994. I mean,
3: yeah,
8: uh, I've been I've been doing it a while, and and uh, I remember I think walking up to just about everybody that's won it that I know that's been fishing them and how does it feel to win the U S open? And now I finally got one, of course, back in 2016, boy, that felt great.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And, and it, you know what? I mean, it's, uh, it's the money, you know, and they always say the money spends and the trophy goes on the mantle and gets dusty, but that title that goes with Johnny Johnson, you know, U S open champ, uh, that goes with you forever. that's pretty cool, man.
8: Oh, I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be strange going to a different lake this year. It yeah. really is, you yeah. know. Uh, but, you know, we have to do what we have to do. Billy Billy does a great job of running the, the one-bass uh, tournaments, and uh, he's really picked up the game a lot. And uh, I'll tell you what, now we're fishing for over $100,000. It's awesome.
5: Yeah, no, exactly right. And there's boats and, uh, you know, fully rigged boats and cash and all that fun stuff up for grabs uh, when the open lands. And, and you know, there, I know there are uh, – Trying to make it a little bit bigger, uh, at, uh, Mojave. They're having a, uh, they're having an expo one day and, and opening that up to the public and coming to meet the pros and do a lot of that fun stuff as well. And, uh, a new, uh, one bass hall of fame that they're, uh, going to, um, induct a few folks. Uh, gosh, what is it? I think Folkstad's getting inducted. Don Iavino, wow. Bill Rice, uh, I had to go down the list, but, uh, but, but good, uh, great you know, anglers. Yeah. Great anglers. And, and, uh, and super cool to, uh, to see that whole, uh, kind of that whole thing go down and, and Mike Folkstad making, uh, making a return to the U.S. Open, uh, as well. So how cool is, uh, how cool is that to get Mikey back?
8: I love it. I've had him on my show. Uh, oh, you really? know, I, I'm, I'm really, really? looking well, Oh, wait, yeah. no, Let's back really...
5: up. Let's back up. You, <laughs> you've had, you've had Mike Folkstad on your
8: show, huh? Yeah, he came back and did a show what? with us at uh, Roosevelt Lake uh, years back. And I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm going into my 20. Well, this next season will be my 26th year of doing Fishing with Johnny Johnson. And, and I'll you tell film you,
5: 13 or 26 shows?
8: 26 shows a year. We do 52 weeks a year after they repeat it, all that. You know, we're, we're yep. fishing You know, uh, we do 13 shows in the spring, early summer, and then those repeat through the dead heat of the summer, like right now. Yeah. And then all my new shows will start again in October for the fall and winter. We try to stay within season, and I'm probably one of the other only shows out there that probably does the old, uh, you know. A lot of times you're watching a show two weeks after I filmed it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. get them on pretty quick <laughs>
5: because because you don't have any in the can as they like to call it. So uh, exactly, so I get I get that. So the way I see that, Johnny, that's about 520 fishing with Johnny Johnson TV shows that you've done that oh, you've never had me on the show. Oh my goodness, you knew this was coming. I know.
8: Well, here's the deal. You knew I knew it was coming, but by golly, <laughs> we we've talked about it. I don't know how many times we've, we've tried had you come out. And I'm like, come on, man. But then you started talking me into coming out to Clear Lake. And, of course, Clear Lake's been low on water and stuff. But we have got to make it happen because I'd I'd have nothing but – a lot of fun with, uh, having, having you on the show. It would,
5: be a blast. it would be fun. And, uh, I know the Nitro rep, so we can get you a boat to run out here. Not a problem, buddy. We can, we can pull that oh, off. Oh, well, team, if
8: so. that's the case, we need to figure out how to get out there. Yeah, that's the way it is.
5: We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll pull that off eventually. But, you know, I mean, any time that you've, uh, you've put a show together and done it for 20 years, that's, uh, that is, that is super cool. How hard is it to film a TV show, man? Cause in 22 minutes, you guys that do TV shows make it look so easy. You got to tell the folks just, you know, it's not nearly as easy as it looks to put that 22 minutes on that you sit down and drink a cup of coffee and watch.
8: You're right. It's, uh, sometimes it could be a day. Sometimes it can be, uh, you know, two or three days (laughs) and, you know, it just depends. It depends on the the fish biting and, you know, we fish local waters that everybody else gets to fish, the public water. Yeah. So, I mean, if the bite's slow, it's, you know, you got to find a way to catch them. And, we we kind of flip a coin as to where we're going. We don't go out and pre-practice or do anything. I just go, hey, let's go to this lake and and let's get on them. Yeah. And uh, that was partial one of the reasons I was excited about doing the apex. Uh, when I got the call to do it was the, uh, you know, I, I constantly with my fishing show, have to go out and find a, find a way to catch them that day. So I figured it'd be right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: exactly. Right. And you know, we laugh, I've got Alan Fong hanging out in the studio. Who's got a great YouTube channel that he's doing. Uh, and you know, Sep and I have both done a lot of television over the years and we laugh about, we tell everybody you want the bite to suck, just break a camera out because it will screw up the best fishing you've ever had. Just put a cameraman on the back deck and it will instantly, uh, turn the fish off.
8: The very first person that ever learned that with me was a good old, uh, Matt Shura. He won the, (laughs) he won the one Bass Clear Lake open years back and we put him on the show. And he was on a good bite and we went out there and and the camera totally shut the bite down. I'm telling you, it does it every time.
5: Yep. Yeah, no, we uh we did it uh probably the the, the worst one I ever remember was uh was uh filming one more cast with Shaw Grigsby up in uh in um uh Washington, state of Washington. We were on Potholes Reservoir and we had the local guide up there running us around and uh about nine thirty he threw the threw his hands up near, waved the white flag and said, I don't know what to do you know we're like oh now we're in trouble so Sean and I just went fishing and salvaged you know we had a great show and caught a bunch of fish but yeah we we had the local guide throw his hands up in the air and go yeah I don't know we fished my five spots I fish every week and (laughs) they're not biting I agree they're not biting I agree yeah so it's time to go that's why they call it fishing and not catching I guess exactly right well man let's get back to the open let's talk a little bit about Mojave and how it's going to fish and and, and how you prepare for Mojave because it's, uh, there's very likely you, you may lose a day or two of fishing down there due to wind.
8: You know, and that's the thing with the U.S. Open being changed to October. It's been really tough because obviously in October we do get a lot of wind because of the season change. Mm-hmm. So even though we've had some bad winds in the past and when I won the U.S. Open at Lake Mead, we had some bad winds a couple of days, but nothing like having to shut down the, the whole day like what we've had a few times and 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 mojave you know they call it blow hobby so it's one of those lakes to where you better in my opinion whatever day we're we're able to get on the water i gotta make the most of it and uh try to get up there quick I, i'm one of those guys that in the u.s opens always needed that three days to get up either in check range or uh or win the try to win the thing yeah uh and, and and because I try to you know focus on bettering the pattern, but at this point I, I feel like you need to get out there and try to try to make this a one or two day win, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, and and hope you can make something happen. So it's definitely going to change things a little bit for sure. And then, and of course fishing a whole new lake that a lot of guys I feel haven't hit, including me. Even though I live in Arizona, I've only fished uh, Mojave a handful of times. Uh, and, and so you gotta well, go out it, there and break that lake down and try to figure out where all those big fish are and schools of smallmouth are for sure because there's some big smallies in that lake.
5: Yeah, there absolutely are. And, and, and Mojave used to be a very, very popular lake for, uh, tournaments on the Colorado River. And, you know, I mean, hey, there's, there's nobody more dangerous on Lake Mojave than Mike Folkstad. He's probably won more tournaments than anybody in that field on that lake, uh, including Klinger. Uh, but he's, you know, over yeah. the years and, and, uh, and you know, I mean, back in the old days, if, uh, if Larry Hopper or Folkstad were fishing, they were going to win Lake Mojave. And, uh, and now oh, yeah. it's a, it's a diff obviously it's a different body of water and it kind of went stealth in stealth mode for gosh, 15 years or more, uh, that there just weren't any big tournaments going to Mojave.
8: Well, that too. And then, you know, you take 200 plus boats going to Mojave yeah. and having everybody fish for a week and practice it's you know, the one thing I learned about mead and, uh, you know, I learned a lot from Aaron Martins. I have to tell you, I sat down and was able to talk to him, uh, before I actually won. And I learned a lot about how to run that lake and what the fish kind of do with all that pressure. And I have to give a big thanks to, to Aaron Martins for helping me get that win. I mean, it, it, yeah, I learned yeah. a lot from him just sitting down for 20 minutes, talking to him about that lake. But in saying that, you know, I think the pressure, we're going to have to see what the pressure does to these fish. And, you know, a smallmouth as well as I do, you know, they're here today and gone tomorrow. Oh, yeah. the smallmouth act totally different. Might and, not even take so, till
5: tomorrow. That could be an hour from now. <laughs> they're gone. Exactly. <laughs> like,
8: exactly.
5: I mean, they're famous so, for if you lose one, it will shut the entire school off.
8: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, or if you're releasing one of the smaller ones that you can't keep, you yeah. know, they're all gone. Yeah. You know, so you really got to be careful and, and, uh, just, you know, keep an open mind on, on, on a, on a new lake like that and just keep moving forward, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's going be... to be, try to, try to catch up with what's going on. And I'll tell you what today's fishermen can't, you know, these, These fishermen today, you know, back in the old days, I could name off a few names and you'd know exactly what they were doing. Denny Brower, you know, the jig fisherman, Shaw Grigsby, the sight fisherman, you know. uh, These young guys do do it
5: all and they do it with
8: electronics. You bet. There's no more
5: specialists.
8: And I I remember in the old days of watching John Murray out in the middle of the lake, he was one of the only guys out there and he was killing us out there. And, and, uh, now with the electronics and everything, there's a lot more people fishing deep. And so the, the, the uh, the, the, quality of fishermen that, you know, is just, is just incredible now. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a tough tournament, man. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, buddy, we wish you the best of luck back
5: there at the open and uh, cool to kind of kick off our month long, uh, you know, hanging out with a, with an open champ and where can folks find the fishing with Johnny Johnson TV show and the archives?
8: I'll tell you what, you can go, you can actually go to YouTube fishing with J- JJ or fishing with Johnny Johnson. We try to make it short and uh, log on there and watch some of the shows. And, and, uh, we, we've been doing it a long time and we sure appreciate it and been on Bally sports now for a long time. And, uh, I'll tell you, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Catch us on Sundays at nine thirty in the mornings, and uh, after listening to your show the next day, you can watch a fishing show. And Kent, <laughs> you are coming on the show, you, we've got to get you on. We'll son. do
5: it, buddy. <laughs> we'll do it for sure, as always, uh, buddy. Love you. Always appreciate you hanging out uh, with us, and uh, it's so fun when we uh, when we get to uh, uh, get to hang out and appreciate you. You know, calling in the show early, and uh, wish you the best of luck. The open man.
8: Hey, thanks and descends her love. We had a great time having dinner with you at the uh, at Clear Lake last year, and and uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you again, buddy.
5: You got it, Johnny Johnson. Guys, a two thousand sixteen U.S. Open champ, getting ready for action at Lake Mojave.
4: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
2: This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
5: Hey, there's still time to get signed up for the Wild West Bass Trail's final Pro-Am of the season at the California Delta. Coming September 16th through the 18th. There's not much time to practice because it goes off limits on Monday. But still time to get signed up as a pro, and they might even need a couple of co-anglers as well. So check in with them if you're interested in getting on the water for that last Pro-Am. A lot of great events left. The TOCs are coming to Lake Shasta as well. So we're going to see some great events coming uh, the rest of the season, but make sure if you're interested to get signed up to the Delta, give them a call and get signed up September 16th through the 18th.
4: One eight hundred Bass Boat has been the choice of the pros for tournament-ready bass boat insurance for decades. They offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first ten years, and up to five thousand dollars of fishing tackle with just a one hundred dollar deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat, so if you want the best, forget the rest. Call one eight hundred Bass Boat or or just go to 1800bassboat.com.
5: Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh you Tundra owners know just how important that is and uh it's a it's a great new truck with the 389 horsepower twin turbo V6, uh awesome new uh, new cab and and just a great truck plus you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them so get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com.
1: He's not just
2: my fishing but After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it, so I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
4: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
5: Well, I think we're about to wrap this thing up. We're about to run out of time. At least that's what they told me in here. Uh, hey, it's uh, it is going to be a hot one out there. Stay hydrated. Uh, don't overdo it out there in the heat. Make sure you check those tires and wheel bearings. If you're towing them down the highway at 110 degrees, uh, keep an eye on your trailer as well in all this heat. You guys uh, stay cool out there. It's free fishing day. No fishing license required today, so take somebody out and, you know, burn them up a little bit we'll see you guys on the water probably just not this weekend
4: from spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the delta ultimate bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the west ultimate bass is a production of SEPS outdoors incorporated thanks for listening Coming up next, more Sepp's Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.